It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to Thursday. Made it to Major League Baseball opening day. Made it to first day of the Masters. Welcome into Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Thursday, April 7th. A tradition unlike any other, me sitting at a table without any cable and uh, following the Masters on my phone on a Thursday in April. Welcome in. The M&M Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Hey, Thornton's, in conjunction with the Louisville Urban League, are excited to present a mega hiring fair featuring multiple employers looking to hire right now. Hiring fair will take place on Thursday, April 14th at the Norton Healthcare Sports and Learning Center at 3029 West Muhammad Ali Boulevard. Come on out from 3 to 6 p.m. Bring your ID, your resume. There will be on-site interviews and job offers, management positions with competitive salaries, hourly positions ranging between $15 to $20 an hour, competitive benefits package. Again, bring your ID, resume. you earn a chance to win a $50 gift card while supplies last. That's the Mega Hiring Fair Thornton's in conjunction with the Louisville Urban League presenting the Mega Hiring Fair on April 14th, 3 to 6 p.m. at the Norton Health Care Sports and Learning Center, 3029 West Muhammad Ali. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. NBA, uh, Adam Silver is not happy about what's going on with star players right now in the NBA. We'll talk about that. Uh, and he shouldn't be, but you know what? I don't know who to blame, who's to blame here because it's hard to put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's hard to get all the sheep back in the barn once they're out. And a lot of these stars are playing the load management game, sitting out, second game of a back-to-back night game, second game back-to-back night doubleheader. And Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, is not happy about it. We'll talk about that. Major League Baseball's got a well, they got a lot of problems. But I don't understand. There are nine games scheduled today, opening day in the major leagues. Two were postponed before we got to today. Two were postponed yesterday. The Yankees Red Sox were supposed to open the season in Yankee Stadium today, 105 Eastern Time. Can't do it. Hundred percent chance of rain. The high in New York today is 40. There will be some sleet mixed in, some freezing rain, maybe some snow. The Minnesota Twins were set to open the season today at home against the Seattle Mariners. Postponed. 36 degrees, snow all day today in Minneapolis. Why does Major League Baseball insist, insist on holding games in northern cold weather venues in April? There are plenty of places, plenty of places that can host Major League Baseball games in warm climates or a place that has a roof. How about that? I look at the schedule. Houston's playing on the road. 
San Diego is playing their first series on the road. Those they they both play tonight. Miami opens tomorrow afternoon on the road. The Dodgers open in Colorado. Somebody make sense of that for me. When you look at Major League Baseball, there are 30 teams. So you got 15 home sites per series. How about you start with the West Coast? And you say, let's have game, let's have the Dodgers, the Padres, San Francisco, Arizona. That's the National League West. They're four. Let's have them host. The first week of the season. All right. Let's just get the first week of the season in. The Angels, the Astros, the Rangers, the A's. There's four more from the American League West. Seattle, I think, has a roof. I'm not sure. Toronto, by the way, most northernmost team in baseball. But they have a roof. They're, they're not hosting. How about the uh, Tampa Bay Rays host a game? How about the Miami Marlins? Atlanta is hosting the Cincinnati Reds tonight. Atlanta, you got a host. Now, there's going to be a couple. There's going to be a couple, you know, in here that you're just going to have to deal with. Cubs are at Wrigley Field today. My Cubs hosting um, the Milwaukee Brewers. Doesn't matter where that game's played. They're getting the same weather, Milwaukee or Wrigley Field. Mid-40s today, rain expected right at game time in Wrigley Field. With the Yankees-Red Sox being weathered out, that's your uh, first game of the season right now. Cubs-Brewers. In Chicago, Corbin Burns against Kyle Hendricks. The uh, Brewers are favored. uh, The Cubs are plus 155. If you know what that means, and I do, then that means you're an addicted gambler. Milwaukee's minus 175. It's all about the pitcher as far as those odds are concerned. The over-under is nine in that game. They're not getting over in that game. I can tell you right now. I love betting overs. They're they're not getting over. That game's got three to nothing written all over it. I looked at the Cubs lineup today. Frank Schwindel is batting fifth. Ian Happ is batting fourth. I don't know if the Cubs score a run in April. I really don't. That's my team, folks. But the scheduling has got to be better. There are games today, already have uh, postponed games in New York and Minneapolis. There are games in Chicago, Kansas City, St. Louis, Washington, Atlanta, and the two home games on the West Coast, Los Angeles, Angels are at home, and Arizona is at home. Those games will, will get played, those two. Reds are in Atlanta, Tyler Molly against Max Freed as the Braves begin defense of their World World Series title. There are rumblings now in Atlanta because apparently Ronald Acuna Jr. went on a Spanish-speaking podcast and sort of said he wasn't wasn't a Freddie Freeman fan. Glad Freddie Freeman's gone. Ronald, there's one thing you need to know here. Whether he's gone or not, Atlanta loved him some Freddie Freeman. You don't badmouth Freddie Freeman. Even though he left as a free agent, 
He he was the leader of a team that won a World Series after Ronald Acuna Jr. got hurt. Now, Acuna said, no, misinterpretation. That's not what I said. But, you know, the audio is out there. I don't understand it because it's in Spanish, but it's out there. Bats will uh, be uh, in action again tonight right here on the Big X. They'll take on the St. Paul Saints again. St. Paul beat uh, Louisville last night 7-4. to T.J. Friedel, one of the returning bats from last year, hit a home run, his first homer of the year. 6.05 pregame tonight, 6.35 first pitch. Bats in St. Paul, Nick Curran, Jim Kelch will bring you the action right here on the Big X. I'll keep you updated on the Masters all day or all uh, – Early afternoon here. Tiger started uh, par, par, par in his uh, Masters comeback. In fact, he started par, 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 par. He is even through four holes. Harry Higgs, two under through eight holes, leads the tournament. A lot of of not scoring going on here, right? A lot of – there are no early treks up the leaderboard. Nobody's gotten a, a hot hand early. Now, it's cold. It's windy. Uh, it rained all night last night at Augusta. Now, look, they have the technology. The, the course is dry. But if you hit it off course, you might be in a mud puddle or you might be uh, in some bad terrain. But Harry Higgs is two under. There are a host of golfers at one under, including Daniel Berger, Adam Scott, Tony Finau, and Joaquin Neiman. Uh, Justin Thomas started bogey. He has gotten it back to even now through three holes. So we'll keep you updated, mostly on Tiger Woods, right? This is this is the Tiger Woods story. I was uh I stopped to get some something at a little store. They had a TV on uh, right before I came into the studio today, and they had the Masters on. And I was not shocked. I was seeing the third shot from Tiger Woods on the second hole. We are going, if you have ESPN Plus, or if you wait until this afternoon when it comes on ESPN, I think three o'clock, you are going to see a whole lot of Tiger Woods. You're going to see the end of his round if you just have regular ESPN. And then you're going to see a recap of his round. You're going to see every shot that Tiger Woods hits. Now, this is a great story. Whether he shoots 80-82, doesn't make the cut, or he wins the tournament. This is a fantastic story. The story should not be, can Tiger Woods win the Masters? Can Tiger Woods win the Green Jacket? That should not be the story here. The story should be, 14 months ago, he was in a fight for his life. 13 months ago, he was in a fight to keep his right leg. And here we are today, he is playing a round of golf in a major golf tournament. That should be the story. When Ben Hogan, and and again, remember, there was no TV, there was no social media, but when Ben Hogan's car got hit, uh, ran into a bus, and he almost died, his comeback was incredible. He won majors. Upon majors after that. Tiger's been through a lot. Back fusion surgery. I'm not talking about his personal life here. We're just talking about injuries. 
back fusion surgery, numerous back surgeries, and now he almost lost his leg. He nearly lost his foot. His leg, one leg is now shorter than the other. The trouble is not swinging a golf club. The trouble is not making a putt from 12 feet. The trouble is walking up and down the hill. Everyday things that people do. Walking. Getting out of bed and getting that leg loose in the morning. Recovering from a round of golf. Recovering from a long walk up and down a hill. What he is doing, if he does it, is incredible. If he gets done today and shoots even par, and tomorrow morning, after a full night of physical therapy and heat wraps and ice baths and whatever he's got to do to keep that leg where it has to be, and he can't go tomorrow, it's still a great story. It's still a remarkable story. He went off today at 40-1 to 1 in Vegas. Now, Vegas insiders will tell you he should have been 200-1, to 1, but because Vegas is smart, they know people are going to bet on Tiger Woods. Guess what? This idiot talking into this microphone bet on Tiger Woods this week. At 40 to 1, it is worth my 10 bucks to either win 400 or lose $10. It's worth it because if I don't bet it and he does win like he did in 2019 or like he did at the Players' Championship, if I don't bet it, now I'm an idiot. Now I'm an idiot. Two days from now, maybe I'm an idiot because he shoots an 80 followed by a 77 and misses a cut. Now I'm an idiot for betting it. But right now, my mind is I'm an idiot if I don't bet it. But people will tell you, smart betting people, that he should be 200 to 1, not 40 to 1. The odds of him winning this Masters are exponentially higher than they were when he won in 2019, when nobody expected him to win then. But one thing we've learned about Tiger Woods is never to say never. Never say never. He's playing with Louis Oosthuizen and Joaquin Neiman. Neiman, by the way, is one under through four. I think I mentioned that. Uh, I thought they'd pair him with Justin Thomas, his buddy. Um, maybe Bubba Watson, maybe a veteran presence out there. But uh, no, and Thomas actually is in the group uh, right after Woods and Oosthuizen and uh, Neiman. But even through four, I think you take that if you're uh, Eldrick. Even through four. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau had gotten it to one under. He is now even uh, through four as well. As I try to keep uh, keep an eye on the scorecard. Yep, uh, par four, four, five, four, three. That's Tiger's scorecard so far as he plays the par four fifth hole. Uh, gave you my picks yesterday. I like Cameron Smith. I like Justin Thomas. Justin's got to putt a little better. But if the wind picks up on the weekend, that's where Justin Thomas, I think, will excel. And it is supposed to pick up on the weekend. So just play solid golf for two days and then beat everybody in the wind because that's your game. But he's got to putt well. 
Cameron Smith has been close before. He just won the uh, the players. Uh, hot, hot golfer coming in. I like his chances. And Jordan Spieth, former Masters champion, lost it for quite a while there. I think he found something last Sunday in Texas. He shot a five under in the final round of the Valero Texas Open. Uh, putted well, which you have to do at Augusta to win. But he himself is excited, found something in his swing last weekend, and hopefully it translates. He's got a late afternoon tea time today. I will take a break, come back, talk more baseball, set the stage for uh, opening day today. All the games, we'll tell you who we like uh, here at the, at the microphone. Adam Silver, he wants more stars to play more games in the NBA, and he's admittedly says he doesn't know how he's going to be able to make that happen. We'll talk about that. And a couple of Kentucky Wildcats leave the fold for uh, John Calipari. What's Cal going to do here other than find some more guys in the transport portal? All that and more, you're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450. To join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thorns text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Thorns in the Louisville Urban League are excited to present a mega hiring fair featuring multiple employers looking to hire right now. It will take place Thursday, April 14th at the Norton Healthcare Sports and Learning Center. 3029 West Muhammad Ali Boulevard in Louisville. Come out from 3 to 6. Don't forget your ID and your resume, on-site interviews, job offers, management positions, hourly positions ranging between $15 and $20 an hour, competitive benefits package, and a chance to win a $50 gift card. While supplies last, that's the Mega Hiring Fair, Thursday, April 14th, 3029 West Muhammad Ali at the uh, Norton Healthcare Sports and Learning Center, presented by Thornton's and the Louisville Urban League. Uh, before I get to the uh, M&M Cartage hotline, the two Kentucky players uh, leaving, Ty Ty Washington going to go NBA, hiring an agent. Uh, kind of saw that one coming. Bryce Hopkins in the transfer portal for the Cats, the freshman. He averaged uh, about a point and a half a game last year. Had a great game against LSU. And here's where it gets bizarre because I was at that game. Remember it well. He came in, played great. And Calipari after the game got to get him more time. He played seven minutes in the next eight in the next six games. Head scratcher. Head scratcher. And here's an interesting thing to remember. Last year, last season, or last offseason, I guess. The uh, deadline for transferring with immediate eligibility was July 1st. All right? You had till July 1st to enter the transfer portal, pick a school, go to that school. You had till July 1st to announce. This year it's May 1st. This year it's May 1st. That is 25 days away. That is before the Kentucky Derby, almost a week before the Kentucky Derby. So – these transfers now, you put your name in the portal now, and there are a ton of kids in the portal. It's now a wild scramble in the next three and a half weeks. You got three and a half weeks from now to figure out where you're going to go. If you're a coach, you got three and a half weeks to figure out who am I bringing in from high school, 
Who am I getting out of this transfer portal? Who do I want out of this transfer portal? What are my priorities in the transfer portal? You don't have till July 1st this year. That was a pandemic thing. You've got until May 1st for these coaches to try to finalize their rosters for next season. That is a huge, I mean, that's two months. Two months earlier than you had to do it last year. And if you remember last year, teams were scrambling throughout June and June trying to figure out, throughout May and June, trying to figure out who was coming, who was going, who was staying. So it's going to be three weeks of craziness. Three weeks of craziness. And John Calipari and all these other coaches, you feel like they're learning on the fly too. Not just with NIL, but with Transfer Portal. They're learning too. Cal won the transfer portal last year because of Oscar Shibwe. Unanimous player of the year. All six player of the years. He won them all. It's never been done by a Kentucky player in history. Even Anthony Davis didn't win them all. And Bob Huggins didn't want him. Said he was lazy. Cal won that one. Now, it didn't get him past the first round of the tournament, and that's what Kentucky fan is not happy about. But can you win the transfer portal? That's a new thing for these coaches. How do you negotiate it? What are your priorities? Who do you want from your team? Who are you begging to go into the transfer portal from your team? Yeah, please leave so I don't have to not play you again next season. All right, let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline, bring in Buzz Frank. How are you today on Masters Thursday, Buzz? No, I'm doing great. I mean, what a great time of year. Masters is going on. Baseball's opening up. What, how can it get much better? I, I, you're asking the wrong person because I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> and, and speaking of agreeing, I agree with you about the Major League Baseball and their schedules. It makes you wonder if they've got ties to the NCAA and how they uh, make decisions. It blows my mind. that. And look, there's only 15 sites that you can have a game. All right, 30 teams. you got 15 home teams. It blows my mind that San Diego Padres are on the road. I don't understand that at all. It blows my mind that the Houston Astros are on the road tonight. Now, look, San Diego's in Arizona, but put the Yankees in Arizona. Put the Red Sox in San Diego. I mean, what are we doing? You know, I can can only rail on this for so long, but. (laughs) But but I agree with you, and. and and I know that Yankees Red Sox is the big rivalry in baseball. But I I get it. Yeah, play play those games in the summertime. Let let's start the season. Let them go somewhere else and play them in the summertime when they're going to have good weather and the teams will be at their peak, not uh, early part of the season. And and yeah, I, I just don't understand. And let's have some good weather games. They're going to try. They're going to try in New York again tomorrow at one o five for uh, Yankees Red Sox. Uh, do you know what the forecast uh, for is for Friday? I, I haven't checked, but something tells me, let's see, New York in April, mm, probably pretty iffy at best. No, today it's a 100% chance of rain, today. So they canceled oh, the game okay. last night. Tomorrow, 63, partly cloudy. Maybe they get it in tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, see, I threw you a curveball. You thought I was going a different way there, didn't you? 
Yeah, I, I, and I hadn't <laughs> checked. But how, how, how soft is that turf going to be out there oh. in uh, in Yankee Stadium? Maybe as I mean, soft as the court in the Superdome, which uh, gave way a couple oh. times under Baycott. Yeah, I don't want to even talk about that. that uh, Miami starts no. their season on the road tomorrow. I, I just, I'm, sh- I just shake my head, shake my head. Yeah, and then they'll play lots of games in June and July when it's hurricane season. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they'll play when it's 112 <laughs> degrees and a hurricane's coming in in an hour. Oh gosh. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I, I'm with you on Tiger too. I, I, what a great story. Yeah. Um, I know some people think I was around when Ben Hogan made his comeback. I was going to ask you about that. On TV, but <laughs> I, was, I thought you caddied. I heard a story you caddied once for Ben Hogan or, or Francis well, we met. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Tiger, but, uh, par's number five. He's even par. He's part all five holes so far. I, I, I believe Tiger has a shot because of how mentally – Strong he is, and I, I don't think you can underestimate that at all. But like you, the physical, and it's not the swing, it's not the putter, it's not the long game, short game, whatever. It's going to be the walking. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the one thing that that we don't know. But I, I believe that with all the people he has surrounding him, and with today's technology, unlike in Hogan's time, and how you can get people back better in the physical therapy, I I believe he's going to have a strong tournament. Uh, and don't let him be in the in the running with nine holes to play on Sunday, right? Because it's he's a, he's a different animal than everybody else. And and can you imagine everybody else thinking, "Oh no, Tiger's <laughs> Yeah, "Oh no" is exactly what they would be thinking. You're absolutely right. Uh, they look at that leaderboard. I don't care if you see Scheffler or Thomas or or uh, Cameron Smith or Bubba Watts. I don't care if they see the name Woods. Everything tightens up oh. a little bit. Every the swing gets a little tighter, doesn't it? Yeah, their their shirts go from extra large to medium <laughs> or, or small. Uh, it's yeah. sixty degrees and I'm sweating. What's going on out here? Well, yeah, Tiger's chasing you down. That's what's going on. Uh, you got a winner for me though. Let's say it's not Tiger. Who's going to win? Harry Higgs is two under. I don't believe Harry's going to hang on. I, I don't. I don't think he's going to hang on. I. I I'd like to see. You know, I'm going to pull for the for the local guy, Justin Thomas, but I, I really think Jordan Spieth. Uh, I know he's kind of been off the the radar or below the radar yeah. for a while, but his game is really suited for Augusta. He had a great final round last week in Texas, and that's what I based that pick on. Uh, he was he found something in his swing, and he came to Augusta giddy. He came in and was like, "Oh man, I really feel good about my game here," and that that me that tells me a lot because you don't see guys a whole lot saying, "Hey, I feel really good coming into Augusta." Jordan Spieth feels really good. I like that pick, Buzz. I've always said yeah, you were a smart I, man. <laughs> sure, I, I've, I've heard you say that plenty. Of I that. don't say it in front of you, but I've, I've said it before. Of course not. <laughs> Thanks for the call, buddy. Appreciate it as always. Have a good day. You're welcome, John. Great show. Thank you. Buzz Frank, one of my favorites. Man, his manual Crimson baseball team is down in Florida right now. I wish I was in Florida right now. No, Douglas, no offense. I love you, but I, you know. Well, Florida's a great state, isn't and it? It is. And it's a beautiful day outside today. I will say that. I was, I was thinking about playing golf this afternoon. I'm still waiting to get a call to hear if I'm uh, uh, 
still invited. Uh, I don't think they're going to play. I think they've changed their mind after the heavy rain yesterday. But it's a gorgeous day out there right now. Uh, it's a Augusta kind of day here uh, in southern Indiana. All right, um, before I get to baseball, let's talk a little NBA. Adam Silver's not happy, the commissioner. And he finally came out and said it yesterday. He said what everybody's been thinking. These stars are taking way too many days off. Now, the Phoenix Suns won their 63rd game on Tuesday night. A franchise record. Won their 63rd game on Tuesday. They beat the Lakers. They eliminated the Lakers from playoff contention. And then they came back last night. It was a home game in Phoenix on Tuesday. Last night, the Suns, 63-16. and 16. They've locked up the number one seed in the, in the Western Conference. They had a road game in Los Angeles against the Clippers. Here was the starting lineup for Phoenix last night. And I think this is what prompted the comments from the commissioner. Mikael Bridges, who always starts, was in the starting lineup for the Suns last night. Cameron Johnson, JaVale McGee, Landry Shamit, and Cameron Payne. Guys who did not play coach's decision, and you can read that as load management, one of my least favorite terms in sports right now, guys that did not play, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Jay Crowder. Four of the five starting lineup for the Suns did not play last night. Now, I know it's a road game for the Suns, but if you're a Phoenix fan, and you live in L.A., and you're taking your, your son to the game or your daughter to the game, you say, you know what, Clippers game, it's not the Lakers, so we're not paying as much to go to the game, but it's the Clippers. Clippers are trying to get in the playoffs, but we're Suns fans. Let's go, let's go to that game. It's the uh, third to last game of the regular season for the Suns. I'm taking my son, and we're going to the game, or I'm taking my grandson. We're going to the game. Hey, why is Devin Booker in street clothes? Why is Chris Paul in street clothes? Jay Crowder, DeAndre Ayton, why are none of these guys playing? Load management. So now you've spent half of your weekly salary to take your grandson to the game, get good seats, concessions, parking, and nobody's playing. Nobody for the Suns played last night. This is an epidemic in the league, and this is a problem because you can't reverse the car here. The horse is out of the barn, and you can't get him back in the barn. I said early in the, in the hour, once the toothpaste is out of the tube, man, it's hard to get it back in. I don't know what the answer is here. The, this problem started years ago when Greg Popovich and the San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs David Stern was the uh, commissioner at the time, the late David Stern. And Popovich decided on a road trip to Miami, he was not taking Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. Um, there was one other starter. He didn't take them to Miami. Well, David Stern quickly reacted, quickly said, hey, wait a minute. You're not doing that. You go to Miami once a year. There are... People who showed up at that game to see Tim Duncan and or Manu Ginobili and or Tony Parker play basketball. You can't sit the whole roster. And it was the first real significant 
load management we'd ever seen. The Spurs got fined for that. They were told, you don't do that anymore. Now, maybe you sit one guy, right? But this, and and I know I'm going to sound like grumpy old man here, but this is not the way it used to be. Guys took pride in playing. Maybe you have to have new incentives for guys to play all 82 games or 79 of 82 games, right? LeBron's got load management now. I remember uh, Kawhi Leonard had a load management season in San Antonio. He didn't want to play, so they just said, okay, not playing tonight. Coach's decision. And this happens every night in the NBA. Mostly it's the second night of back-to-back games where you will see a star player in street clothes without an injury. Injuries are one thing. If you're hurt, you're hurt. But Larry Bird played with a bad back. Right? Guys have played with sprained wrists, sprained ankles, twisted knees. Um, hip flexors, shoulder problems. Guys used to play all the time. There's a certain pride in showing up, doing your job, and playing the game that you're getting paid an exorbitant amount of money to play. The NBA has an image problem in this area right now because there are too many nights when you show up or when these teams show up and make an announcement that, um, you know what, Zach Levine's not playing tonight. We're going to give him one more night to recover from his sore bicep. Sore bicep. Not torn labrum, not torn ACL, not ruptured Achilles. Yeah, you know what? He's got uh, his earlobes bothering him. His pinky finger on his non-shooting hand he uh, he got a paper cut on it. We're going to sit him for uh, tonight's game, maybe tomorrow night's game too. If you go to a game, if you watch a game on television, that, that Phoenix game was on TV last night. That Phoenix game was the second game of a doubleheader last night on ESPN. And it was 60-31 to 31 Clippers at halftime. 31 points the Suns scored in the first half, nine in the second quarter. Now, they came back and and only lost by four, 113-109. to So they scored 68 points in the second half. Incredible. But no Chris Paul, no Booker, no Ayton, no Crowder. 60-31 to at halftime. Trust me, ESPN executives were not happy about this last night. Because when you tune in the TV to watch the Suns, in this area, you want to watch Devin Booker. When you turn in to watch the Utah Jazz, you want to watch Donovan Mitchell. That's who you want to see. When the Lakers are on, you want to watch LeBron. When the Bucks are on, you want to watch Giannis. When the Mavericks are on, you want to watch Luka Doncic. This is a problem. And I don't know the solution because you can't tell these coaches, you can't tell these GMs, hey, he's got to play. He's got to play. These teams are giving up games. Now, I understand what Phoenix did last night. I get it. 
We've clinched the number one spot. We don't want anybody to get hurt. Right? We're the number one seed in the West. I don't want to play a unimportant game against the Clippers and have Chris Paul, who was injured earlier in the season, re-injure himself and be out for the first two rounds of the playoffs. I get it. But when you're having guys load management in January, I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that as a fan. And as ESPN, I'm sure you have a problem with that. TNT has a problem with that. TNT's got two games tonight, Boston and Milwaukee and the Lakers and Golden State. LeBron, is he going to play tonight? I don't know the answer to that. I'm looking. He's got a chance to win the scoring title, so maybe he plays. He can't win tonight. If he doesn't play, uh, well, you know, LeBron's given up, gave up. If he does play, well, he just wants to win the scoring title. He can't win tonight. Does Jason Tatum sit for the Celtics? Does Giannis sit for Milwaukee tonight? Because right now you got two most teams have two games left. Just looking at the playoffs. These games, uh, other than the teams that are still trying to jockey for position in the play-in series, these games don't mean a whole lot. So they got to try to fix this because this is an image problem for the NBA. The NBA's got enough image problems. They don't need another one. This has gotten worse and worse and worse ever since those days when Greg Popovich decided to sit his big three in San Antonio. Everybody has decided, hey, that's, that's a good way to do it. You're giving up a certain number of games during the season, but that's okay if, it's, if you're resting your players for the postseason. Didn't used to be that way. All right, we'll take a break, come back. We'll look at the NBA schedule for tonight and the Major League Baseball opening day slate of games. It was slated to be nine. Now there's only seven. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, final segment. Eminem Cartage hotline open 384 502-384. 1450 to join in on the conversation. Thorne's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. You can get your last-minute text into the show at 414-1450. Big X golf cards are ready. Please remember that the card features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses under $25 a round, cart included with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Supply is limited, so get yours today. Tiger Woods birdies number six. He is one under. One shot back of Taylor Gooch and Harry Higgs in the first round of the Masters. He he, uh, parred the first five holes. Birdies number six. It's Tiger Woods, folks. It's Tiger Woods. Never say never. Texter says, doesn't seem too much to ask for guys to show up for work. I don't get load time, load management time on my job. Yeah, n- none of us do. Hey, Douglas, I'm going to take a little load management tomorrow. Maybe, I'll, maybe I can't make it. No, I better not. Okay. Yeah, I want to keep the job. I'm going to go ahead and 
I'm going to go ahead and show up tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and show up. Why not? I mean, it's a great point. I don't know any other job where you get load management. It's just not a thing. All right, so uh, Harry Higgs, two under through ten. Tyler Gooch is two under through eight. Then you got a host of players at one under. Danny Willett, Tiger Woods, Joaquin Neiman, Adam Scott, Cameron Champ, and my man, Takumi Kanaya from Japan. Those guys are all one under. Justin Thomas, uh, even par. He was even par. Did he lose a shot? JT, where are you on the leaderboard? Oh, plus one through six. He bogeys number six. All right, full slate of games. Well, it's not a full slate of games. It was a uh, a slate of nine games here on opening day of Major League Baseball. Two, of course, weathered out before we even get started. Boston and the Yankees scheduled for a 105 start, weathered out. Chance of rain in New York today, 100%. And Seattle, Minnesota, they're having snow in Minnesota today. 36 degrees for a high in Minnesota with snow. So no game there today. The Major League Baseball season now is slated to start in Chicago, Wrigley Field, Milwaukee against the Cubs. It's supposed to start raining uh, at game time in Wrigley as well, so we'll see what happens there. Corbin Burns against Kyle Hendricks uh, in that one. 4-10 today, Cleveland at Kansas City. I'm sure the weather will be great in Kansas City. Uh, Shane Bieber against Zach Greinke, who uh, is now in Kansas City. I wonder if you knew that, the former Houston Astro. 4-15, Pittsburgh at St. Louis. Brubaker against the the veteran Adam Wainwright there. Night games tonight. That's another great thing. Night games in cold weather cities in April. You got to love that. The Mets are at Washington. Who had this a couple of weeks ago? Trevor McGill, opening day starter for the New York Mets. Well, they got Jacob DeGrom. They got Max Scherzer. Let's go with Trevor McGill. DeGrom is on the injured list till probably sometime in June. And uh, Max Scherzer got a hamstring issue. He's going to miss at least one start, maybe two. So McGill gets a start against the Nationals, who will send Patrick Corbin to the mound. If you have basic cable, the one game you can watch tonight, ESPN2, Cincinnati at Atlanta. Well, there's uh, a different lineup in Cincinnati this year. No Castellanos, no Suarez, no Winker. Still got Joey Votto. He's still around. But uh, the Reds will send Tyler Malley to the mound against Max Freed as the Braves celebrate their World Series title. I'm sure they'll have a ring ceremony tonight, uh, you know, reveal the uh, the flag, the, the new World Series championship banner at Truist Park in Atlanta. 8.08 tonight, Cincinnati and Atlanta. ESPN2 for that game. 9.38 tonight, Houston and the Angels in L.A. Framber Valdez for the Astros. Shohei Otani. Going to the hill for the L.A. Angels. He will pitch, and I'm going to assume he's going to hit as well here. And 940 tonight, San Diego and Arizona. Chase Field in uh, Phoenix. You Darvish for the Padres, and Madison Bumgarner will go for Arizona. There's your schedule of games in Major League Baseball tonight. NBA last night, Brooklyn needed a win. They trailed the Knicks. In New York, Madison Square Garden, by 25 in the second half. 
Brooklyn comes back, beats New York 110-98. to Kevin Durant went crazy in the second half. Kyrie Irving played well again. And here's what Brooklyn did last night. They saved themselves from being in the 9-10 play-in game, which is an automatic one-and-done disqualifier. They are going to play in the 7-8 game, probably against Atlanta. Sight still to be determined because these two teams are only a game apart. Atlanta has a slight edge over Brooklyn. Brooklyn has the schedule in their favor. they got two home games against lesser opponents left. Atlanta's got two road games against good teams left. So advantage Brooklyn there. Uh, but that 7-8 game, the winner advances to the playoffs. The loser still has a couple of opportunities to beat whoever survives the 9-10 game. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds like, uh, you know, worse than trigonometry, worse than algebra. It sounds like calculus trying to figure this stuff out. But bottom line, that was a big win for the Nets last night. You know, a lot of people still think the Nets going to win the East. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. They don't play enough defense. Um, you know, Seth Curry has been a nice addition. He can shoot it a little bit. But once you get past Durant and Irving, and and look, Kyrie Irving plays no defense, zero. Uh, bigger guards post him up all the time, and they put him on a poster. He doesn't play any D. Atlanta did beat Washington 118-103 tonight. They're in the seventh spot. Um, going to be in the play-in series. These play-in teams are already pretty much set. Pretty much set. Utah uh, um, bashes Oklahoma City last night, 137-101. And the Celtics, 117-94 over Chicago last night. Celtics are – nobody's talking about the Celtics. And I think it's a huge mistake. I think it's a huge mistake. Boston's 50-30. and 30. They're two games behind Miami. They're going to finish – probably in the two spot. Now, this game tonight against Milwaukee, it's a big game uh, because Milwaukee wins. They move into the, into the two spot. So I don't think you're going to see any load management in this game tonight. You're going to see Tatum. You're going to see Giannis Antetokounmpo. TNT, Milwaukee's a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home there. That's the early game. Late game, Lakers, Warriors, Golden State's a 12-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. But the Celtics? Um. There was a time early in the year Celtics were not on anybody's radar, and they're kind of still not. Miami's going to be the one seed in the East. Phoenix is going to be the one seed in the West. And I don't know a whole lot of people that think either one of those two teams are going to win their conference. I still like Milwaukee in the East to win the conference uh, because they play defense. And I like Memphis in the West. You know, a lot of people are Golden State fans. You know, you got Steph. I get all that. You got Phoenix fans there. Okay. I like Memphis. Memphis is a great story. I love great stories. And Memphis is nothing if they're not a great story. Uh, all right, don't forget Bats Baseball tonight, 6.05 pregame, 6.35 first pitch. Game three of a six-game series at home against the St. Saint Paul Saints. It is college student night. $2 beers, $2 hot dogs, 
You can't beat that as a college kid. We'll be back tomorrow. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.